You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode. Episode 261 on this beautiful Monday here in Australia. Great to start the week talking about financial freedom with you. Now, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I hope you had a fantastic week because we didn't do the Thursday podcast last week. We had the Core 4 Skills Bootcamp. That was the main focus. We were doing those trainings every single week, those live trainings every single day, I should say, last week. Thanks to everyone who jumped on. So I got to meet a lot of you people who've found the podcast and have been listening to the podcast. It was the first time they'd attended a live event, which was awesome, and got to connect and chat with you guys. If you missed it, so maybe you've found this podcast recently and you're going back to some old episodes or you just missed it because you were busy, all those sorts of things, you can go to andrewlogan.net slash core4skillsrecording. So it's andrewlogan.net slash core, C-O-R-E, for the number, skills recordings. And that will, I'll pop it up in the show notes. So you'll see it in the show notes there as well. And you can access all those things. You can just go to andrewlogan.net, it's easier. And I'll have it in like the free tools, free training uh, section there as well for you. Anyway, let's get into the podcast episode today. Actually, again, super quickly, sorry, quick announcement. So there won't be another podcast episode till late next week. So just a little bit of a, a sort of topsy-turvy schedule at the moment. I'm on a plane tomorrow to America. I'm in Las Vegas with Eric Waray. After that, we're going to be creating, I'm doing like creating some content together, doing a podcast, all those sorts of things. So I'll have a ton of stuff for you uh, when I get back. We'll just be obviously on the road. And, and when you're on the road and the quality and all that kind of stuff, it's just easier to put the podcast on pause. Obviously with Eric, we'll be doing it in his studio. We have to create some content that we can then push over onto the podcast here once we get home and it's all sorted. Um, We'll also be with Michael Burnoff in Scottsdale. Michael, you'll know he's been on the podcast a couple of times. Amazing trainer, amazing coach and speaker, all that stuff as well. Uh, Attending one of his events and then uh, like doing some podcast content creation with him as well. So there'll be a ton of stuff when I get home here for you. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Now, Let's get into the podcast episode. And today, I want to share a story with you. And it's funny. It's episode 261 today. You know, sometimes it's just like, wow, I can't believe I haven't shared this story because it was such an impactful story for me and Angie. And especially, like, especially if you're super early days and you're struggling at times, you know, you get up and and I know what it's like, get up at 5 a.m., off to the gym at 5.30, you're done by 6.30, you're, you're working at 7, you were working through till... 6 6 30 p.m at night and you're driving home in the dark you're exhausted and we used to live sort of out on the coast like in this little beach area there but there are all these sugarcane fields and you'd be driving through these sort of dark sugarcane fields late at night the sun had already set or was very deep into setting and it's like man i don't have the energy to build my business today i do not have the energy to talk to people like it's too hard and you'd have those conversations in your head and i know exactly what it's like Angie was pregnant for a lot of it. And then in Jack's first year, you know, even you're coming home, it's like, I just want to lay down either with Angie and just cuddle her. I want to play with Jack or all those sorts of things. And, you know, help Oshi with her homeschooling, all those sorts of stuff. But it was like, no, we've got to build our business. We've got to get to work. And this story really helped me. So I want to share this story and a quick context on the story. The lady who told me it, the lady who shared it at an event, 
she was making over seven figures a year. So, you know, comfortable, strong seven plus figures a year, not just total, not like we we're talking about last podcast episode. She hadn't been around for 20 years earning $1,000 a week, which is still awesome, right? But she hadn't accumulated, well, she had, she'd accumulated eight plus figures because she was earning seven plus figures a year and she'd done it in two different companies. So she'd done it, uh, rebuilt from the start again and done it again. So when people are really, really rich and really happy and really successful, I generally lean in uh, <laughs> when they talk. So when they're talking on stage, that's when I'm really, really leaning in because uh, they tend to drop the really great nuggets. So here's the story she shared and and it really impacted me because of because of like our life at this, our time, our life, exactly our life at the time. So you're finishing work, you've had a long day and you go to the shops and you pick up a few groceries and you see the lotto thing there, you know, whether it's the instant scratches that, that we have in Australia or the lotto office or whatever you have in your country. And you say, you know what, I'm going to play my lucky numbers or I'm going to scratch a ticket or whatever. And you play your lucky numbers, you scratch the ticket and it turns out that you win. Now, it turns out that you win like a million dollars a year. And so you've got this scratchy, you've got this lotto ticket that is winning a million dollars a year. And it's in your car because you picked it up on the way home from work and you've driven home, you've got home and either you scratched it there and you're like ecstatic and you put it in the car or you saw the lotto numbers come up. But when you're driving home, because you were tired, because you were worn out, you had the sort of window down, you're listening to music and, and singing to keep yourself awake, and you didn't notice that with the wind, the scratchy, the lotto ticket flew out the window. Now, the question is with this story, how long would you be out there searching for that ticket? If you knew you had a million dollar a year ticket, you've won the lottery, how long would you be looking for that ticket? So would you just sort of get in the car and, and just drive a quick lap of the street. Oh, I can't find it. That's all right. I'll go to bed and I'll go to work tomorrow. Or would you be out there? Would you get one of those, you know, headlamp torch things for your head? Would you have a shovel? Would you be turning over every single rock? Would you be digging holes? Would you be searching everywhere? Or would you just kind of, you know, just do the bare minimum, just look out the window, stop every now and then, just sort of look for the obvious piece of paper in the middle of the road. But if it's not there, you know what? No biggie. Because that's how a lot of people treat their business. A lot of people sit there like, I want to have a million dollars a year, but I'm going to do the bare ass minimum. I'm going to do the least amount of work possible. And we really talked about this in sort of, you know, days four and, the, and then the bonus freedom day five, where we really looked at how to create freedom. And you can't create freedom by doing the least amount of work. Right? We've got to be realistic about that. So I always think about it like this lotto ticket. And as I said, in those early days, when we were really tired, when we were really struggling, when we were really trying to figure out, can we do this? But we believed in ourselves. We believed in our upline. We believed in our products. We believed in our company. We believed in each other. It was like, yes, no, this is it. This is how we make a million dollars a year. This is what we do. This is our winning ticket. And again, is it $250,000, 100000 whatever it is for you, whatever that number, you put your number into this story, into this situation. But do you sit there and say, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to look for it, but I'm not going to bend over and actually pick up rocks and look underneath them. I'm just going to look on top or I'm actually going to get my knees and hands dirty and get down and start digging around in the ground. Are we going to get dirty or are we just going to stay at the top looking around for the nice, easy stuff? We've got to ask ourselves these questions. 
And I'd always think of that because, again, every night I'd be driving home through these dark sugar cane fields on the way home to our little house out there. And I'd always be thinking, man, like, yeah, this lotto ticket, it's out there somewhere. Like, would I just like pop my head in? If you've ever seen sugar cane, it's incredibly dense. It's incredibly thick. Would I just kind of look from the outside or would I get some boots on, get a pick, a shovel, an axe, a machete, whatever, and be there working through that cane field until I found that ticket? Would you get some spotlights out when it got dark? Would you say, you know what, it's dark, can't really see, I'll just go to bed and I'll go to work tomorrow? Or would you get spotlights out? Would you bring some friends along with you? This was the big question. Would you sit there and say, right, there's a million dollars a year out there. I'm going to get four friends. That's five of us. That's $200,000 a year. Who are four friends who want to dig with me? Who want to get their hands dirty with me? Who want to hustle and put in that little bit of extra effort because they know the difference between an ordinary life and an extraordinary life is that little bit extra. There's a fantastic book called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, recommended to me by a millionaire mentor back in the day. And you know, you can buy the book or I'll give you the Cliff's Notes right here and right now. But he talks about how people really think that successful people and unsuccessful people, it's just a matter of it. One day, one turn left at a junction and the other turn right. But what it actually is, is you think about the gym because it's the easy thing. Like there's one person who gets up each morning and goes to the gym and the other person doesn't. And that gym person decides to have an apple for morning tea and that other person has a chocolate bar. Now, if they are two like identical twins, right? And one gets up and goes to the gym, the other sleeps in and has a chocolate bar. After day one, they still look the same. After a week, they probably still look the same. But after a month, after six months, after 12 months, how different do you think they'll look? The person who got up each morning, went to the gym, ate well, versus the person who slept in and didn't, you know, ate poorly. After a year, there's going to be enormous difference. And again, people can sit there and like, oh, that one's just lucky. This person's unlucky or that person made one good decision. No, they made 365 slightly better choices. They made a slightly better choice or two or three. Maybe they made three slightly better choices each day that they went to bed a bit earlier. They got up and went so that they could get up and go to the gym. And then they had an apple instead of a chocolate bar at morning tea, right? That's three decisions a day. 365 days, that's over a thousand slightly better decisions. Where would you be after a thousand slightly better decisions? And could you find four people who wanted to do that with you and said, look, we're going to earn $200,000 a year each. There's five of us, there's a million dollars there, that's $200,000 a year each. If we get in and we get dirty together and I'm going to lead this team, I'm going to go out and I'm going to invest in some spotlights, I'm going to invest in some axes, I'm going to teach people how to sharpen their skills, sharpen their axes, do all those sorts of things. Or are you just going to drive down the street a few times, look out the window, oh, can't find it. All right, let's go. And that's how I felt. Now, the only caveat I'll say on this story is if you don't believe in your heart that you have a million dollar ticket, then you do need to fix that. And uh, I can't, you know, there's a lot of things to unpack there. I'm not going to go deeply into them, but you have to believe in your company. And we've talked about this before. It's like in a relationship, you can't fake these things. You can't fake excitement. You can for five minutes, but you can't for the long term. You can't fake love for your company. You can't fake desire to help people. So those are things that either you work on creating yourself or you find somewhere else. And again, you know, I'm I'm not one for jumping and, and moving from team to team every five minutes, but I am saying that you need to find somewhere where you believe you have a million dollar ticket. You have a mentor, you have an upline, you have a system, you have a company, you have products. 
You believe that there is that million dollar ticket there if you're just willing to get your hands dirty. You need to have that. And if you don't, you need to work on it and either you know internally or externally. But the reality is if you believe that, you believe in your company, yourself, what you're doing, all those sorts of things, you believe in your leaders, How you've just got to think like, am I still digging? Am I turning over rocks or am I just letting this million dollar ticket just decompose? Because, you know, opportunities eventually run out. Opportunities eventually go away. Now, yes, others will come along at some point, but it's like, you know, opportunities are like sunrise. You can miss one. There'll be one tomorrow. But that also gives people the mindset of, well, I'll just wait. I'll just sit around because there'll always be opportunities. But if you want to get that opportunity, you've got to set the alarm and get up early. Yes, there'll be another opportunity tomorrow, but you're still going to miss it if you don't set the alarm. You're still going to miss the next sunrise if you don't set the alarm, have a plan, set the intention to get up early and capture the opportunity. So fall in love with your company. Make sure you have that stuff. Fall in love with your products. Make sure you have that winning lotto ticket mindset in your heart and then think each day, like the days that you don't feel like it yet. Can I just make a slightly better decision? Can I just do a little bit extra today? Because if I can, I can change my life. And I can probably help a few other people around me as well. I can get a team together and help them change their life too. Now, before we go, I want to recognize our subscriber of the week. So I want to thank everyone who's listening to the podcast. Lots of people new, which is really, really cool. It's great to hear all these new people who are finding the podcast. I want to thank Andrea Metzler. Andrea Metzler did a great post on her stories. Tag me. She was listening to the leadership podcast we did recently. Tag me. So Andrea, I'm going to spin this wheel for you. Oh, and look at that. That's ironic. You've won our leadership, uh, five-day leadership boot camp training. So send me a message. I'm going to send you that. If you already have it, I'll send you something else. But I'm going to send you my five-day leadership masterclass training as a thank you. What a you know what an irony with the episode you're listening to. If you want to be subscriber of the week and you love in the podcast, you're getting value and you want to help me get it out to more people, you want to spread the word, support this purpose, support the cause, the best thing you can do is what Andrew did. You can just take a screenshot on your device right now when you're listening in your Apple podcast or your Spotify or whatever. Pop it up on your stories. Tag me. I'm at Andrew James Logan. We can have a chat. I can get to know you if you're new, find out where you're from, all those sorts of things. And you could be in the running to be our next subscriber of the week. Again, we'll have a little, little sort of hiatus on the podcast just while I'm away, getting a heap of cool content. Keep an eye out for that once we're back and have a heap and heap of stuff for you. If some live podcasts pop up, definitely we'll pop them up in the feed. But otherwise, guys, have an amazing, amazing week. I hope you got value out of today's episode. I hope you've got value out of the core four skills training. Make sure you get that recording because that's kind of, that's the stuff we're talking about. That's where you want to get in and really get those hands dirty and just really build up your skills, become a professional network marketer, find that winning lotto ticket and you can win, you can win, should say, you can earn a million dollars a year for the rest of your life if you're just willing to do that little bit of work and search and search until you find those handful of people those handful of rock stars that are going to do this with you. Have an amazing week, guys, and we will catch you all soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.